Hey, welcome to the show of Shop Talk uh, with Warrior Whips and Upscale Detail Co. Um, we are going to give you guys some value. All that we ask in return, because we don't advertise this, uh, is that you share this to uh, somebody that would have value in this. Um, we're going to continue to post these uh, podcasts on this platform. Uh, we really appreciate you listening to this. If you have any questions or concerns, uh, just put it in the comments and we'll respond. Uh, we're going to be doing questionnaires. Uh, so you can basically email our business uh, email at upscaledetailingco at gmail.com and we'll answer any of your questions. What's up, guys? This is Chris Peer. I'm here at the Upscale Detailing Studio right now with Jared Klassen, founder of Upscale Detailing, and Ryan, his manager here as well. Um, once again, my name is Chris Pierre. I'm the founder of Warrior Whips, a platform that hosts automotive events in the military community, supporting veteran-oriented businesses and nonprofits. Um, and we're here today to talk about entrepreneurship, uh, starting a business in the military, and just car stuff. So, Jared, over to you. Hey, what's going on, guys? So, uh, just like P Chris said, uh, we are, well, I am the founder of Upscale Detail Co. Um, kind of want to, like, talk about the journey of entrepreneurship and uh you know really you know what it truly takes um so at the age of 18 um it kind of started honestly when i was back in high school man i started mowing lawns uh, when i was 16 years old and I, I just like getting cash and i joined the military when i was 17 years old uh and basically um you know, went to basic training, did all that uh, as a military police uh, enlisted guy. And then, you know, as I got into college, I got into what's called network marketing. I sold supplements. I really enjoyed that, like, you know, that energy of those people that are in there. And I, I basically um, got pretty involved in that for about two years. Uh, kind of had my own 1099 business, I guess you could say. And then, you know, as I got busier in the military, went active duty as an infantry officer, that, that dream kind of died, you know? Um, mm. But I always knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur and I, I, I wanted to create a vision for myself and, and a life that I can basically do anything that I want because being an entrepreneur, life is limitless. It, it's freedom. So. Basically, uh, after I got to Fort Polk, Louisiana, after infantry basic officer training, I, I started my own fitness company called Fearless Fitness. Mm. Um, within that company, I was you know, training and helping people lose weight. And, and then also I started my own shirt brand. I, I basically, <laughs> uh, it's kind of funny. I basically partnered with this local vendor store and they were printing for me. I had nothing, had no idea how to advertise myself or brand myself. And um, I basically did that for a year. And I made like probably like $12,000 during that time. But it, it wasn't successful. And then I was like, okay, well maybe one day I'll figure this out. And then um, I think it was like a year and a half uh, afterwards, I came to MCCC and I started detailing my Ram truck. And I, I looked at my wife and I said, you know, babe, I think this could help a lot of people. 
And so I posted a, like, a post in a local Columbus group in Facebook, and my business blew up. It, mm. it was un insane. I mean, I would go to MCCC class, which is the Captain Careers course. Chris was in this class yep, with me. Yep. We would get off at like four o'clock every day, and I'm like, well, that gives me five hours during the summer to detail a car. That's, you all right, dude? Yeah, my eyes watering. I got sun coming down. It's, it's Colin, all good. Um, but that's a. Five hours a day, seven days a week. Yeah, seven days a week. Um, if I did one car a day, that's like 300 bucks in cash a day. And basically, uh, you know, I did that for three months straight. Mm -hmm. And I, I looked at my wife, I was like, I cannot do this. I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> and so I went to the 1507th um, Airborne School. I was there as an S1 for about a year. And during that time, I kind of had some time to really figure out the manning structure of everything. I had a kid named Kalen Scroggs that lived next door to me. Um, I asked him, I was like, hey man, do you wanna you know, come work for me? And he's like, yeah man, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. And uh, you know, Kalen kind of helped me get the business up and running. And uh, really, Ryan, about six months in, he messaged me on Facebook. He's like, hey, you know, you detailed, was it one of your family members' cars? Yeah, I was detailing family members' cars and my personal vehicle. Yeah, well, no, I'm saying how we connected. How did you find out about me? I, so, wow. Um, I believe it was Kaylin and Larry, um, two of our, our previous contractors. They, they did a car, which was my girlfriend at the time's a friend of hers. Um, they raved about how good it was, and I went online and saw that you were looking for more help. And I was like, my God, you know, this is something that I've already been delving into the realm of. Um, I've got a real skill set here that can help. And, uh, and that's where I reached out and said, hey, you know, what's, what's the setup? What are you doing? And then, you know, what, what are you guys all about? And so you were mobile at the time, right, Jared? Yeah, I was mobile. Uh, so we used to do mobile all the time because we just didn't have the funds yet to, you know, scale to the shop life. Mm -hmm. And uh, we were very close at that point. And uh, my, my true vision of the company is, you know, have the most premier automotive detailing shop in the state of Columbus and the state of Arkansas. Um, and the way that we're going to really do that is by... So in, in, in the state of Georgia, you want to have... Yes, the, the state of Georgia. Georgia. <laughs> yeah, that, that's big goals. Sorry, okay. I'm getting off track gotcha. here. But um, the way that we're going to do that is by offering clients you know, ceramic coating, paint correction, and paint protection film. For sure. Uh, I really think paint protection film is going to be the ultimate, like, huge value to the customer because we're going to be able to help prevent them from getting rock chips to their luxury cars like Audis and you know Mercedes and all that and really helping out customers. That's what it's all about. And, and so basically I brought Ryan on and I was looking for a guy that could you know truly hold the organization to the, um, the values that I believe in. And Ryan, uh, I mean, he, he did an outstanding job um, within two to three months he was promoted to manager and uh you know i owe a lot of the success to the company to ryan um Thank you. and you know 
Ryan, I kind of want you to talk about your journey. Uh, I mean, Ryan, since he's been able to come into the company, me and him both have gotten several certifications. And to kind of hit on that and kind of talk to our customers about this, when you're bringing your $100,000 car to a shop, it is so important that you ask him certain questions. Hey, what are your certifications? Mm -hmm. Um, What ceramic coating do you use? do you know how to properly paint correct a car? What is paint correction? Like, because a lot of detailers, they learn off YouTube. And quite frankly, like when you're dealing with a $100,000 car and you don't know what you're doing, you can severely mess up a car with, uh, with, ease. with ease, with a polisher, uh, even with coatings. And it's just so important. And that's the kind of the, the core values of this organization is giving the best products, giving the best ceramic coatings, giving the best hands-on training to our detailers so our clients have the best, absolutely best results. Exactly. Um, so there's a lot to unpack right there that you yeah. just said, Jared, and we could probably go off on any number of tangents with, uh, with that, and I think we definitely should. Ryan, um, so you met Jared through the mobile detailing. Now you're here, your manager. Ryan Ray is manager of Upscale Detailing. Um, and you pretty much run the day-to-day, because I know Jared. We, we work together over at Fort Benning. Yeah. Full disclosure, Jared and I are both active duty Army captains, still in the Army right now. Um, myself, I'm looking to transition out soon. Uh, Jared, um, I think you're also kind of in that boat. Yeah, so uh, the process is starting, um, but you know I'm not done serving. Uh, I'm gonna go to the National Guard, mm-hmm. um, because you know I, I think I still have more to give back to this country. Um, I, I think our country needs good leaders, um, and uh, I'm, I'm just not done yet, personally. But uh, I think to kind of really get back to your question about how do you do active duty and, and run a business? And run a business. <laughs> so it all comes down to having the right people. And there you go. In your organization. Yeah. And empowering them, and letting them lead Um, and I've really learned these qualities in the United States Army and I've learned it from good leaders bad leaders you know the biggest thing that I can say that's made this company successful is we've created systems and processes for everything and we've empowered our people to become better versions of themselves every day and that's what it's all about it's about becoming a a better version of yourself every day and like if you're not growing you're dying and and that's kind of our motto here like and that's why I believe so much in certifications because it empowers you as an individual to be a better version of yourself Exactly. and I kind of want to ask Ryan like why do you think certifications are important Um, well can I take that a step further yeah and I mean just how does how does it work from your perspective, Ryan? So I know Jared, oftentimes, he's a company commander on Fort Benning. So right, he, he, yeah, he can't be here. He's dealing with stuff and he's working weekends and he's doing all this stuff. You, but you've been here since the beginning. You guys got this company off the ground more or less together. Exactly. Um, yep. And there is no upscale without you, Ryan. Like, right. like at, at this moment, I mean, you are the face oftentimes, oftentimes of, of upscale detailing. So from your perspective, um, how does that work, given all of what Jared's mentioned here with, you know, y- you representing the company as a highly certified team of professionals? Um, and 
how have you grown over the past it's been what like six nine months now almost a year it's been a year it's been uh, a year damn time flies it's been a year uh yeah for myself how was that journey uh it, it was amazing yeah um and you are 20 21 you were 21 years old so <laughs> 21. and jared um, and i are about what you're like 28 man. yeah well yeah we're both 28 right now so um, well uh it, it comes down to trust being one of the biggest factors because we're talking about um you know having Jared started the business three months, realizing I need more hands, getting those extra hands, and then eventually having to distinguish who can and cannot lead, mm. and knowing that I only have so much bandwidth. I have to focus on my priorities in the military because that's where my promises are. I need to find out who I can trust. Mm. Where do I put that trust? So um, trust was number one because you, you have to trust your team to lead you you have to trust someone to stand out as a leader to lead the team um, and also I have to make sure that I'm giving my team power back to show them that I trust them so they can help me lead. Mm-hmm. Um, the the journey has been so amazing because I was doing very very non-professional detailing um, even with my own skills getting good at something um, certifications do set you apart um, but the next man could have certifications and still not have that hand skill that you yeah. have. So the, the certifications are part of it, but there's still more to the picture when it comes to being a manager, being a leader. Right. Um, and I mean, I, it gets into reputation, it gets into interpersonal skills, that interpersonal tact. It, it most certainly does. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. Interpersonal skills, I, it, it, I try to be the happiest person that I can be. Um, this is where my happiness comes out uh, because it, it is a passion. I love what I do. Um, it's it's a very family oriented team here. Mm-hmm. We all really know each other well. Uh, we we do spend a lot of time together when we have that time, and that's that's always valued because uh, you want to get to know who you're you're letting lead the organization when you're not here. Uh, and and even you and I, we we connect really well, especially because you help us put our name out there. Yeah, um, getting off on another track when it comes to our events and whatnot and when we you know sponsor different events together mm-hmm. um we can talk more about that in a bit yeah, absolutely. Just, just how we got linkedin and yeah. and all that but yeah i mean and it's been a pleasure kind of following your guys journey and doing the shows and stuff with you doing the meets um but so uh over the past nine months or so uh, my brand warrior whips kind of started from you know, my inspiration, I took a lot of my inspiration from Jared in his upscale detailing. Uh, I think it was, I, I'd got my car detailed and I was taking pictures of it, posting them online. <laughs> um, and then he slid into my DMs and was like, yo, you should have came to my, uh, you should have came to my shop. You should have let me detail your car. I was like, oh damn, I didn't realize that that you were a detailer and, and whatnot. So we had, we had connected further on. We actually knew each other since ROTC before we actually commissioned as, as army officers. We've known each other for nine years yeah in 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 total so we we did a couple of trainings together crossed paths randomly uh circled back at mccc ran into each other again and then so that's when you slid into my dms after i posted my car and you're like yeah like you got to come check out my thing and you know we kind of went back and forth for a while i mentioned that i was interested in starting a like kind of a car club or a car uh hosting a car meet is something that i wanted to do for a while start my own cars and coffee um was my original idea um, and then you said, you know, 100%, let's do that. You know, I want to celebrate some of the work that me and my team have been doing here at Upscale. Yeah, I think at that time you guys had 
uh, taking out the lease on your studio here. Yep. So you were excited, and we ended up hosting our first meet right here in the cul-de-sac. <laughs> <laughs> that was so awesome, dude, because, like, you were able to bring, like, over 100 cars here. Like, it was literally lined all the way down. I think, all right, the, uh, it was probably like at a hundred, <laughs> but like throughout the night, people came and went, yeah, and and exactly. and it was really cool. Um, but yeah, and and it's grown. So we've hosted meet pretty much every month. I think we skipped like December. Uh, we got rained out once. Um, we just worked with Jordan High School on their car show last month, and yeah, just been doing uh, monthly meets and just getting you know getting your guys' name out there. Some other businesses in the area that we've yeah. linked in with. Um, and just helping each other out, you know? Yeah, and, and that, that's another thing, like, to hit on, like, that's what it's all about, like, helping your community. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I recently became a member of the East Alabama Chamber of Commerce, and the the warm welcoming with those group of entrepreneurs is awesome. Like, and that that's kind of like, you, I think, your mission set is you're trying to help other business owners get their brand out there and this is a whole other podcast about branding but like can get into it a little bit more yeah. we can get into that a lot more uh, because that is so essential the reason i changed from jj's squeaky clean mobile detailing to upscale detail co is because it, of a branding aspect like i love jj's but i can't truly scale that one day you know because it doesn't speak luxury <laughs> it's a perception thing, but it's true. Yeah. Um, and, and my sole goal as the CEO of this company is to take care of my people. And in order to take care of my people, I had to rebrand. I had to put my personal, my personal brand away and brand it to something that was scalable. You're always going to be JJ in my book, so. Right. It's always going to be JJ Squeaky Clean Detailing. Yeah. <laughs> so upscale Detailing was formerly known as JJ Squeaky Clean Detailing. For all of those of you who may not be in the know, JJ Squeaky JJ's Squeaky Clean Detailing is no longer. It, it is no longer. It's now Upscale Detailing. So you heard it straight from the source, from the team right here in Columbus, Georgia. Upscale Detailing. Um, but yeah, I mean branding and marketing. I know that's been a journey for you, Jared. I mean we we meet all the time. On, yeah. on Fort Benning, we have lunch together. We work like right across from each other. Our yeah. offices are basically right next door. I can basically like look yeah. out my window and say, "Hey, Chris." Yep, yep pretty much. <laughs> we get together. We have lunch. We vent. He tells me about you know his his operations, his marketing. I fired my marketing team. I got a new marketing team. And so I've just been like <laughs> like absorbing like a sponge, kind of the entrepreneurial tidbits from Jared over the past six to nine months, and just following his journey and. So yeah, I'm I'm aware of uh, of, of the rebrand and, and how that's I mean has it been working out for you? Um, yeah. how's so that so I mean from the CEO perspective, I think it's the greatest decision that I've ever made with the company because people look at the the logo mm -hmm. and it speaks luxury. Yeah, mm -hmm. we we don't have the fancy shop yet. We don't have the 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 fancy stuff yet, but mm -hmm. that's coming. Yeah, but. And it all, I mean, I mean, actually our marketing team uh, mentioned it. They're like, hey, if you really want to scale this to, to a seven-figure business, like, you need to rebrand. And I'm like, oh, I was like, oh, I'm so angry about this. Yes. Like, it, it literally, the whole rebrand took me three months. Yeah. It was a pain because yep. you got you to gotta change bank accounts. You got to change everything tax-wise. It, yep. it, yeah, it was 
it was it was painful, but I'm glad it did because people type in our name and they're like, oh wow, this is this is for real. Mm. I mean, our work speaks for itself. We have 113 five-star reviews on Google. Um, we have a hundred plus on our old Facebook account. Don't even get me in that loophole because mm -hmm. Facebook won't change it to upscale detail Very care. Upsetting. Very upsetting. Uh, but we do have a new Facebook page that's called Upscale Detail Co. We go. have one review on there. There you um, go. Hey, but I'll, I'll give you guys a solid review too. I've gotten my car taken care of a couple times here. So. <laughs> but um, ultimately, uh, just to kind of get to our original point of entrepreneurship, people don't understand that it takes years and years of consistent work and constantly eating your own shit to become successful. I've been eating my own poo-poo <laughs> for 10 years, literally. And I'm starting to see the rewards of hard work. And um, that's what it really takes, man. It's hard work, it's becoming better every day and learning from your mistakes. I, I look back at when I first started, uh, you know, my first company and I didn't understand marketing, I didn't understand branding, I didn't understand any of that. Yeah. But we are getting very good at that right now uh, me and a member of our team anthony we are deep diving into marketing right now mm. because we're learning how to self-operate it ourselves uh, and there's this there's this system called high level uh, that can nurture your customers because where entrepreneurs truly fail in my opinion is they don't nurture their their leads um, because Right now, we have over 1,500 customers in our pipeline. How am I physically able to touch point every single customer? I'm not, it's not physically possible. No. So you have to have a, an amazing CRM system that can do that. Mm. But you can still message them personally. It's just, you're messaging multiple people at once. It's called systems. And that is where my head is, and that's, in my opinion, is gonna scale the business to the next level. Is, um, yeah, definitely. We we see that uh, we see that a lot because uh, when I'm when I'm taking care of leads or I've got you know I'm delegating those tasks to one of the teammates and saying hey you know this is what we're on track with this is the message the email the campaign we just blasted out these are the responses we're going to be expecting uh, this is how you handle them we, we want to be able to get that outreach but we don't want to lose that personable touch that we've been adding mm -hmm. to every every interaction because that's that that's what really adds that human value yep that's what really adds what everyone's looking for and, and you want to feel that you don't just want to see luxury have a nice car you want to have a good experience yes um, customer service is one of those main things whether it's leading them to the sale um, where they say okay this is the right thing for me and I want to get this because I know it's a value um, and then you know just showing them along the way like with smiles and nice words and yep. kindness and, and following up with them not because you want to take their cash but yeah but because you you genuinely you know this is your passion this is what you want to do um that really drives it more than anything yeah and, and that's our mission statement like to basically be the best at customer service it's in our mission statement and we truly go above and beyond for our customers i mean there's a reason that I throw in a free windshield coating because I want them to experience that type of service because mm -hmm. it benefits them. Like this customer right here, 
I didn't have to give him a free windshield coating, but I am because I want him to see the value of what we truly can do yeah. to their vehicle. And, and ultimately that is what business is all about. It's about providing a need for somebody's pain. Uh, I don't know how you relate that to cars, but this right here, a car is somebody's second most loved. Their first one is their house. Yeah, yeah. And, and well, you're providing a service. You're providing it, yeah, them value. You, we, we can provide that value to them at a very high level. And my team, the team that I have right now, is the most efficient team that I've ever had. And I'm truly grateful that I have them. And uh, you know, this is just the beginning. The <laughs> I tell Ryan every day, I'm like, we're gonna look back at this old shop one day and be like, wow, <laughs> we we have come a long way. But it's it's uh, it all starts with humble beginnings, and it started when I was 16 years old. Yeah, and it's just consistent actions create consistent results, and you're you're slowly climbing that mountain with that boulder. Okay, and, yeah. So you guys have had about. I know you mentioned you've had 10 years. You've been here with the team for, I guess, a little over a year now. A little over a year. So what have you guys seen, just to, speaking of offering value, offering some value, we could probably do like a short clip of this or whatnot, offering value to our viewers here on this podcast. In your journey over the past year, your journey over the past 10 years, what are some of the things that you've found have worked the best um, in terms of marketing, in terms of you know, it doesn't have to be just market, but providing general value to your customers. What have you found has worked the best? Because I know you and I have talked a bit about um, other examples of successful detailers in the city, uh, throughout the state, elsewhere, other experiences that we've had. Um, where have you personally found that you found success? What moves have you made that have led to success and then what are some of the other strategies maybe other people in this automotive niche of aftercare after sale aftermarket what are some of the things that you found other businesses have done to be successful whoa wow i'll let you go first yeah um <clears throat> man as far as you know getting getting people in uh because we were just talking about the lead so i'll kind of stay yeah. on that as far as you know getting people in adding that value and getting them to what we call conversion yeah. of, of closing that sale is, man, I, ha I have this, it's somewhat of a spiel, but I'm so passionate about it. Yeah. It's, uh, I go into, um, hey, do you know about ceramic coatings? Nine times out of 10, mm -hmm. that answer is no. And even mm -hmm. if it is, my, my other question is, you know, do you know why it's a ceramic? I go into this, uh, well, you know, ceramic coating is called ceramic. The chemical base of that is SiO2, silicon dioxide, I go into the whole breakdown of, of what a coating is, what it does, the chemical makeup, how we're prepping the vehicle, everything. And it, it's not always just over flooding them with information yeah. until they're, they're pressured into it. It's along that way, they have questions, they're getting information, it's piquing their interest. Somewhere along the way, something falls in line with something they need. And they're slowly realizing while I'm giving them all this information, oh my God, I need this. So by yeah. the end of my spiel, they're saying, not only do I have all the information I need, I know this is the right product for me. And he had a smile the whole time that he was doing it. And, and that's it right there. And if <laughs> you do that seven, eight, nine, ten 10 times a week, there's you know the next, the next week and half of the following week booked. Yeah. Um, and when we can handle that throughput, because you've got to have the right people they don't necessarily have to be certified, but they have to be trained by people who are certified. 
Yeah, of course. And Jared and I have experience with that too. I mean, in the army, you're getting new people all the time. Exactly. Oh yeah. Right. And you know, they they may have no idea, you know, what, what they're actually doing. But but the, but you yeah. put, you, you know, you you know who your people are that you can trust and who you can yep. rely on, and then you put them in the position to kind of lead them on those tasks. Yeah. So Ryan, if if I'm a customer and I, I know you know all the science behind ceramic coating and you know, you're somewhat, kind of, somewhat. Oh, no, maybe not all, but you are what we would call a subject matter expert yes. in ceramic coating um, and holistic detailing aftercare. Um, what would be your kind of once over explanation of what ceramic is? I'm a new customer, what value, you know, I, you know, I, I have a car here I just bought and it already looks perfect. Why do I need to spend, you know, a couple hundred even up to a couple thousand extra dollars to redo this car and, and cover it in the ceramic coating. You know, what value does that offer me? Uh, how long do you expect your car to look that good? Mm -hmm. Well, I, I don't know. It's, you know, it, it has a clear coat from factory. You know, why, why would I need to spend the money to provide an extra coating on the vehicle? It would be the same thing as looking at our, you know, older Chevrolet Express van out there that we use for work, seeing the condition mm -hmm. that paints in and knowing that it was never ceramic coated as soon as they got out of the <laughs> um, right. Knowing that we can preserve that, we're also gonna enhance the looks. It's gonna look better than it did when it came out of the factory, mm -hmm. um, but it's also gonna be protected. It's gonna hold that shot. Why um, is that important for here, you know, in South Georgia, God, with the sun beating down all the time? The sun is unforgiving. Yep. And that ceramic coating has UV ray protection properties that are going to protect your clear coat. Uh, when the clear coat softens up, and that's part of our prep process, anything that's on top of it slowly sinks inside. Mm -hmm. And and what, what really sucks is that the more gunk, grime, if you take it through automatic car washes, you're tearing that paint up, and mm -hmm. it's just more susceptible. Um, and when you've got that protective coating on there, we get all those embedded contaminants out you're not risking those things touching that clear coat. You're not risking that UV ray hurting that clear coat. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's, a, it's a great investment, but like you said, you know, why would I? Why would I need it? Is that something that's going to benefit me? It, it is not for everyone. Some people want to take it through that automatic car wash yeah. because yeah. of the convenience. So, so kind of our ideal customer is uh, from the ages of 30 to 61. Okay. Um, they're normally in financial services um, or they are business owners um, or they're, they're just a car enthusiast um, mostly male for the ceramic coatings details mostly female um, so really what it comes down to is what Ryan is saying is you truly want to have this service like but the the key thing is educating the customer because they mm -hmm. don't always know. Because they don't know. Because a lot of, you know, detail shops, they'll just be like, oh, yeah, we can ceramic coat it. They don't actually know what the service is capable of. Um, and a lot of people don't know, like, hey, I'm going to get a ceramic coating, but what's the follow-through of that? So we offer a extra value by bringing them in two weeks afterwards. We look at it, make sure there's no nothing wrong with it. And then we always recommend, like, hey, this is a self-maintenance package so you can personally watch your vehicle yourself. Mm -hmm. and, and a big seller for people is... And so you're talking about upselling right now. Yeah, upselling, but we're offering value to mm -hmm. them because they're not gonna have to come into our shop yeah. every month to get their car clean. They can clean it themselves. And they just have to bring in it every two, six months. And so, so, so some people, 
at the end of the day, they're, they're like, ah, like some people have a bone to pick with, with salesmen that upsell. What is your guys' opinion on that, that exchange of value between offering you know, additional services at an additional cost versus you know, just, you know, this is the price, this is what it costs. You know, is there value in, in, in upselling? What is your stance on that? Oh, absolutely. It's, uh, when, when we offer that package in particular, mm -hmm. um, it's not these consumer products you're getting off of the shelf at Walmart or mm -hmm. Target or where AutoZone, Advanced Auto Parts, you're not gonna go to Lowe's and find this stuff. This is um, some professional products that we use on a daily basis. We're gonna show you how to properly use them. These bottles have the safety information on them. Um, we stress PPE. You know, we're not doing certified training here, but we're gonna show you that, hey, you wanna wash it like the pros, you wanna have a coating like the pros, let's show you how, you're, how you should properly maintain that. Um, it comes with that package and we're gonna wash it and clean it for you to demonstrate. We also, we're gonna shoot you a video link after this so you can watch how we do it in case you forget any tips or tricks so you know you've got all that power in your hand and always feel welcome. Give me a call, shoot me a text, let me know if you have any questions. Um, our yeah. other products, when we go to upsell, it's recommendations where the client said something, we're taking those bits and pieces and we're saying, this may be good for them. Yep. Um, and we're gonna we're gonna slowly walk them towards. Hey, this is. I heard you say this. This is why this might be good for you. Yeah. So you're you're offering the value. You're enhancing the customer experience. Exactly. Effectively, at the end stage. And, and we got some new things coming that we're going to enhance the customer's experience. <laughs> By a lot. By a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm excited for it. I, I I don't want you to get too far ahead. Um, but I, I know some of the things. I know that you guys are looking into getting. Uh, you know, paint film. You know, uh, paint protection film is something we, we can talk about in, a, in another episode coming up. Um, but you mentioned earlier, Jared, that you, you basically narrowed down your exact target market, at least here in this city. Yes. If not, probably the state of Georgia, if not, probably throughout the United States as a, a, a car culture type country. Um, so, so how did you narrow that down? How, are you tracking the data? Did, did you pull it? Are, are you recording this? And this kind of gets back at the question that I asked earlier, which is, you know, what is your strategy that you found successful? It sounds like you're having success capturing the data, yes. you know, so, and so effectively using that towards marketing. I have been capturing data for a year now, mm -hmm. and the data doesn't lie, and I've gotten it both through Google and Facebook. Mm. Uh, I have paid thousands of dollars in advertisement. Um, last year, I paid $33,000 in advertisement. In advertising, just marketing. Just keys. marketing, but Jeez. there's a purpose behind that because nobody knows who Upscale Detail Co. is. I have to get my brand exposed. Yeah. And with that comes a price. But, but, I think what really switched was when I hired Thomas, who's videoing us right now. Shout out Thomas. Um, <laughs> his quality of videos, his quality of audio is amazing. Yeah. And um, to kind of end this podcast. Um, Really, it, it's just understanding the data and creating systems and processes. It all comes down to that specific thing. And um, if you do that, you have to find that for yourself as an entrepreneur because every business is a, a slight difference. Mm -hmm. But most of the time, no. Uh, I mean, I could use the same systems and processes that we've used in this business to create another business. Precisely. Just change it up a little bit. Yeah. Um, but just create those and make sure that your team understands it. Um, it, it. There's three things that you need in a team. Focus, discipline, and accountability. You do those three things, 
you're gonna have a freaking powerhouse of a team. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm reading a book right now that kind of is, is addressing those things, and I have some new things coming for the team. Uh, I'm just not done with the book yet. <laughs> so it's constantly learning. You gotta learn all the time, uh, because let's be honest, technology is always changing. Yeah. And you gotta be on top of it. And you gotta be on top of it. Um, if, you're, if you don't have a website, if you don't have, haven't transformed your business to a digital platform, you're missing out on so much business uh, because everybody is on social media now. Yeah. Literally everybody, um, even the older generation. So, so that. I, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but what it sounds like you're saying is, you know, if I'm starting out a business right now here in this city or, you know, any city that's comparable socioeconomically, if I'm starting out my business, I need to focus first before anything else on getting my name out there. Mm -hmm. You know, once once I've determined that I can perform the service and I'm qualified and I have a team, because yep. you mentioned that having the team is probably the most important thing. Where I need to focus my efforts are on marketing, on yep. branding, yep. and on getting my name out there, and that the rest can kind of follow after yes. afterwards. Build it and they will come. Okay. Yep. Okay. I always tell Ryan that build it and they will come. But then you're also saying like that marketing piece you know you may and you've said it in this podcast you know you may not have the end-all be-all studio right now you, right. brick and mortar establishment but you have something that works and then doubling down on getting your name out there capturing the data finding out who your customer is and then going from there exactly it, I, again i don't want to put words in your mouth but it sounds like that's what you're saying yeah, no it's a hundred percent yeah it's it's definitely what we're saying so um and, and just giving back to your community like yeah, that, creating that value circle between Warrior Whips, yes. Upscale, you know, other businesses, other businesses like, out there. I mean, this whole, with. Yeah, this whole purpose of this podcast really is to like, just give value back to people, like in the local community, anywhere, really. I mean, we're going to put this on a platform where it's na national. I mean, I want, I want some guy that's never started a business that can literally come and listen to this podcast and be like, wow. Like, this is free, like, and, and that's kind of what I want to drive at because, like, what I truly wanted when I was a brand new entrepreneur is somebody to take me under his wing and mold me, mm -hmm. but I never could find that because people are so like, oh, I can't share my secrets. Yeah. Dude, there is, like, just in the car industry, I was talking to another detailer, like, there is so many people in Columbus that there, there's too many cars for us to right. provide the service, yeah. man. Like, like I want to help out other people, and like, and that's just who I am, and I, that's who I'll always be. So, just being a good person and giving back. So, absolutely. Um, just to kind of close this, um, we got some things coming up. Uh, the car meet. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, uh, Warrior Whips, we host a car meet. Uh, we try to do one every month. Uh, once again, uh, our next one is going to be March uh, 19th, uh, coming up here shortly. It's about a little over a week away from yeah. the recording of this podcast. Looking forward to it. Uh, monthly meets, keep an eye out for us. Warrior Whips um, on Facebook, on Instagram, Upscale Detailing. Um, they'll be out. I understand you guys are going to be out there yep. at the meet as well. Yep. Um, appreciate you guys coming out as always. And um, yeah, and then to close it out, uh, we will be having a ribbon cutting with the East Alabama Chamber of Commerce on March 27th at 10 a.m. Um, the news channel will be out here too, along with Thomas, our videographer. 
Uh, you'll see that go live on the local news uh, shortly after that. Yep, that's WRBL Channel 3 News. Yep, looking forward to it. All right, this has been our first podcast. Uh, appreciate all of our listeners out there and looking forward to uh, producing some more content that hopefully yeah. uh, offers value to you guys and you know gets uh, the name out of you know, great businesses like Upscale Detailing out there for all you guys to uh, come out to. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I asked the listeners, you know, uh, if you guys found value in this. Uh, we, we don't advertise on this podcast or anything, but uh, if you want to pay it forward and share this to somebody, please do, because this can help people. And that's ask, what, that's ask what it's questions. all about. Yeah. Uh, ask questions, encourage them to ask questions, uh, because this is us giving that knowledge back, the information, the behind the scenes back. Yep. Um, it's just another form of touching base with the community. Yep. Awesome. All right. Appreciate you guys, Jared. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. Brian. All right. Till next time. Till next time.